0: Now for our story. It was almost 9.30 in the evening. Angus McKillop walked along a path which wound through the square in Wakefield opposite the courthouse. He'd been summoned to meet someone there at this hour by an unsigned letter. The attorney had no idea whom he was to meet. He only knew the mysterious errand had something to do with Bill Meade's suit for custody of his baby son. He sat down on a bench at the appointed place. And now, a few minutes later, he hears footsteps sees the shadowy figure of a woman approaching.
1: It's Mr. McKillop, is it not?
0: It is? And who might... Oh, how are you, Miss Ward? But that's wrong. You're Mrs. Ben Calvert now,
1: Yes, I, I have been for some time, you Of know.
0: course. I uh, Remember now, forgive me, but I'm a man who has set in his ways. You were Miss Ward for many years. It'll take me a bit of time to mark the new order in my mind.
1: <laughs> oh, that's all right, Mr. McKillop. Don't apologize. Lots of people still call me Jesse Ward. I don't mind, really. After all, I'm used to the name, too.
0: Well, then, Mrs. Calvert, I trust you've been in good health? Oh, yes, quite well, thank you. And uh, your husband? Ben's
1: fine. (laughs) The only ailment he suffers from is a bad temper. Uh, Well, how have you been yourself? We don't see each other often, do we?
0: Uh, No, we don't. I'm busy in my office most of the time. I... Certainly not accustomed to rambling about all hours of the night.
1: Oh, you ought to take a little stroll in the evening once in a while. It's quite refreshing. At least I find it so. You don't say? Yes, indeed. It clears the head, you know.
0: Well, my head doesn't need clearing. It's as clear as a bell.
1: <laughs> well, you're a lucky man, Mr. MacKillop, since you can say that with so much assurance. Yes, most people find life somewhat trying from time to time. Then there's nothing like a quiet walk to help straighten out one's thoughts.
0: I'd sooner lie a bed with a good copy of Bobby Burns' poetry to read in my pipe for company. Oh, dear.
1: I'm afraid you're a confirmed bachelor, Mr. McKillop.
0: I am, that, uh, but it's nothing to fear, I can tell you. I'd be afraid to be anything else. Uh, well, now if you'll excuse me, Mrs. Calvert, uh, it's been a pleasant little chat we've had, but... Uh, oh, but you mustn't run off, Mr. McKillop. Uh, I'm I've... sorry, Mrs. Calvert, but... Uh, I have an appointment, a business appointment.
1: Yes, I'm aware of that, Mr. McKillop, your appointment is with me. You? Yes, certainly.
0: By the Lord Harry, then why didn't you say so in the first place?
1: Why, I thought there was no harm in passing the time of day, so to speak. We've plenty of time, haven't we?
0: You may have. I'm a busy man. So you're the writer of the mystery letter. Yes. something wrong about this. You, Ben Calvert's wife, making a rendezvous with the very attorney who opposed him. I'm an honest man, Mrs. Calvert, and a frank one. I know you are. That's why and I... And I tell you this, I don't like what's going on. Don't like it at all. It's not right. Well,
1: what's not right for him, Sue? You're
0: Ben Calvert's wife. You've no business mixing up in this thing. Whatever you have in mind.
1: Well, I'd like to know why not. Just because I'm Ben's wife doesn't mean I'm blind to what's been happening.
0: Perhaps not, but, I, I have a
1: right to my opinions, and I have a right to do something about them. If there's anything I can do...
0: But for a wife to work against her own husband, then, that's what it amounts to, this secrecy... Oh, my B- goodness, Mr.
1: McKillop, stop talking about wives, husbands. You're an attorney, you ought to know the ways of the world.
0: I am an attorney, and I know the ways of women. That's why I distrust you.
1: So you distrust me, do you? Well, I'm not worried about that. When you've heard what I have to say, you'll change your mind.
0: I do it. I'm not sure I'll stop to listen to your story, whatever it is, Mrs. Calvert. Oh, but you must. It's to your own interest, and Bill Mead's. Bill Mead? The man your stepdaughter just divorced. The man who wants their child, and you say you have his interest in mind. Uh, it doesn't ring true. No, I think I'll go along. I don't like such shenanigans, thank you. Oh, wait, Mr. McKillop. Wait? For what? Look here.
1: I don't see why I should justify my actions to you, but since you're being so difficult, perhaps if I explain how I feel... Right is
0: right and wrong is wrong, Mrs. Calvert. You can't explain that away.
1: I don't intend to try. But the thing is, when you know more about what's in the background, your idea of right and wrong may be changed. If I tell you about Ben, There's then...
0: not much you can tell me about your husband. I've known him for years. That doesn't alter my thinking about your actions.
1: It might if you'd give me a chance to explain. You see, Mr. McKillop, my relationship with Ben, with uh, my husband, hasn't
0: been of Ben of Roses by any means. You might have known that when you married the man.
1: I suppose I should have. In fact, I did, in a way, but... Well, I put my doubts behind me. I loved Ben for years. I guess everyone in town knows about that. I would have done anything for him. I worked hard, helped him all I could. Oh, I knew I was a laughingstock. Everyone said, Ben Calvert will never marry Jesse Ward. He's making a fool of her. I knew that, and it hurt. But somehow I couldn't give up. Then, gradually, my feeling about him changed.
0: That was the time for you to break it off, then. When a woman turns against a man...
1: I might have broken it off, but he'd always promised to marry me. I thought he would. And I still wanted him to because I wanted to show this town how wrong it was. Prove I hadn't been made a fool. Of. Uh,
0: pride, pride, pride. Uh, it's a terrible thing.
1: And then Kit came back. Then told me he couldn't marry me. Because of his daughter. That was when I determined to get him anyway.
0: Apparently it did. You accomplished what you wanted, but still you're bitter.
1: Yes, I am bitter, after the treatment I've had from those two, from Ben and his precious daughter.
0: Ah, So it's spite, then. That's what drives you. I see it now. You want to strike back at Ben Calvert and his daughter through Bill Mead.
1: Yes, I admit I'd like to hurt them. They've hurt me every way they could. But that's not all of it. Believe me, it isn't. There's a question of justice, too. Hmm. Justice? Yes. I happen to know that Bill Meade hasn't been treated fairly. Don't believe this if you don't want to, but I honestly like that boy. I always have. I felt sorry for him when he married Kit. I knew there'd be a showdown sooner or later. But I'm not going to stand quietly and let her put things over. Things she has no right to.
0: I see. Now, Mrs. Calvert, in spite of the fact that I know I ought to have better sense, I have a feeling in my bones that you're... Tell him the truth. I am. And if you have information which might benefit the boy's case, I can't refuse it in good faith. He needs help. I said before that short of a miracle, or magic, I couldn't do him any good. Perhaps this is it, even though it's a strange black sort of magic.
1: Well, it shouldn't matter, black magic or white, as long as he has a fair chance. Knows the things he should know, so he stands a decent hope of winning... It's not as if Kit loved that baby. I know better.
0: Aye, that's been well established. But that's not the kind of information which will help us. If that's all you have to say, we're wasting our time. I know, too, that Ben Calvert's no man to rear an innocent babe. But that doesn't help. The child's fed and cared for.
1: Yes, thanks to the nurse, Miss Thorndyke.
0: No, oh, nurse no nurse, the Ben's not suffering physically. There's no law that says a woman has to feed her child herself. If she can pay someone to do it for her. Mm. I know that if, if the ex-mrs. Mead doesn't neglect her child's needs, and sees to it that he has what she should, then, according to the law, she's a fit mother. And the only thing which would make her unfit in the law's eyes would be the charge of conduct on becoming a mother. I think you understand, Mrs. Calvert.
1: I certainly do, and it's exactly what I came
0: to tell you about. What's that? You know something which would... I
1: have definite proof as to Kit's actions which leaves no doubt that she's entirely unfit to bring up that child according to the law.
0: There was no mistaking the triumph, the confidence in Jesse Calvert's tone. She wasn't bluffing. Angus McKillop realized that. Apparently, she really had, or believed she had, information which might strengthen Bill Mead's case, his suit for custody of the baby boy he believed to be his own. Angus looked intently at Jesse as he waited for her to continue her story.